0: Technical difficulties aside, we are now officially starting to record the last episode that we're going to do as the Midweek Howl or the From the Shadows podcast for the year 2022. Are you ready? Are you ready?
1: to get? I guess. I don't know. We're going to try it. Let's just roll with it. I don't know. You know, the wheels could come off like so many things in my life. The wheels could come off
0: at any minute. The wheels could come off. Oh okay. god. Well, speaking about the of the wheels coming off before we even get started, I I kind of told you on my way home when I called you and we were getting stuff. I, uh, I I had a well, I didn't have an accident delivering the mail today, but somebody almost took me out while I was delivering the mail today. Um, so I was sitting at a mailbox in this little. I, I I don't know how to describe it. It's like a little subdivision, like a little rural subdivision on my city route. If that makes sense. Like you know, there's a couple cross streets or a couple cross streets and turn around mm-hmm. at the end or whatever. And, and uh, so I was I was like next to last two mailboxes from getting out of it. And I'm at the mailbox and I'm delivering the mail and I'm looking down at my mail for the next place. And I'm inching f- forward and there's it's not a high traffic area or anything cuz it's one way in and one way out and all of a sudden boom you know boom my mail truck like like i hit a tree like it stunned me to the point So you way. obviously were not looking forward I was not looking forward I wasn't I was looking down
1: stop right through. here in case
0: the person that you hit is a listener but i didn't hit him i wasn't move. i wasn't even moving like I, I was at the mailbox and maybe it felt you just, like
1: you hit a tree. was your last statement.
0: Well, I assumed it was me that hit something <laughs> and I looked up, okay. Okay. Office officer. officer Howler, um, nice try though. But anyway, I looked up and here, the house across the street from the box that I was delivering sits up in a little hill. And the lady, so the, the guy the, the guy that lived there, he was well known around town. He died, I don't know six months ago. And the ma, the older lady is having some dementia. So they so the, her one daughter lives actually in this little subdivision. the other daughter, I think lives down in Columbus or whatever. and she was up there and I had seen her car up in the garage. When I went through the first time and I didn't have any mail for him because I deliver her mail up at the house now because the old lady. Because that's there,
1: just what kind of mailman you are. Just leave well, it at
0: that. True, true. But the, but unfortunately, the uh, the older ladies lived there would get in her car with dementia and drive down to the end of the driveway to get the mail. And they just they just didn't. The kids didn't want that. Oh, happening. yeah. Well, I mean, so, I
1: got some mailbox stories
0: yeah so so anyways this lady nice lady one of the daughters like i said is back had backed out of the garage and this driveway is probably a hundred feet if not 200 feet i mean it's a long driveway down a little incline and had whipped it out on the road and never looked and hit me head like her rear bumper of her suv hit the front bumper of my l my llv my mail truck and I mean, it was like I hit a tree is what it felt like, but it was her hitting me here. I thought but she
1: I backed out and swung she, around.
0: She just boom. And if I hadn't been there, she'd have hit that mailbox. She'd have, that's how fast she was going. And she jumped out. I put it in a park and I'm like, Whoa, like what the heck? Happened? She jumped out. She's like, Oh my God, where did you come from? And I go, I didn't come from anywhere. <laughs> I was delivering mail. And, uh, you Know she looked and I'm like, Yeah, you didn't do anything to the bumper. I mean, those bumpers on the sensor, and she like it was up, you know, like upset. I'm so sorry. She's why did you honk the horn at me? And I'm like, I, I wasn't even looking up, I wasn't ready to, to drive, you know, I was, I was looking down. Here she's she, putting it on you, and you were the one that was parked. I know, I know. And she goes, Well, I was looking over at my sister, so she then said. And she was backing down the driveway. She was looking down the street to her left over at her sister's house at something and never even looked. And I'm thinking, man, if a car would have been coming from her right, she'd have hit it. If a kid had been on a bus. I, I mean, luckily, I guess lucky that she hit me instead of somebody else. I mean, if somebody would have been at that mailbox getting the mail, she'd have, she'd have killed them for sure. But uh, all's well to Ed's well. So there you go. So there's there's my there's my holiday mailman story.
1: I can't decide if I'm gonna attack her right here on the airwaves or if I'm just oh, gonna like, oh. I
0: felt, she felt bad. I wouldn't attack her. I mean, you know, I mean but uh, now if I wake up in the morning and I can't straighten my back out. You know. Too late, you missed your opportunity. <laughs> I just, That's but, what you um, get for being such a good guy. <laughs> well, Before we get in how our Christmases were, because I, I got a couple, I got a good Christmas present story. Um, I got a, I get a message last night from our good buddy uh, Chef uh, Boceto mm-hmm. from uh, from Seven Napkins in East Lyme, Connecticut. Right. i want me to pass along? Guess what his uh, best selling item is on his menu. I it's got to be the howler or something. It, I don't know. It is. It's
1: it's the Ozark Howler sandwich. I can't believe I, I didn't go see him last year when I was up there. Okay, just that's my fault. You didn't you didn't fill me in. Fill me oh in there.
0: man. Just I might my... make hey,
1: you know what? I might make a special trip just for him now. <laughs>
0: well, you know? well, you know, we have a couple things going on this summer. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll get up that way. When everybody, when the whole crew's together, all right. Maybe we'll, we'll get up there and uh, try try one of the sandwiches. And let me read the ingredients just to make everybody extra hungry. He said um, he said people people are wanting him to uh, offer this sandwich for breakfast. That's how good it is. Now I'm not sure I could eat this for breakfast, but it's pulled pork, smoked Gouda mac and cheese, jalapeno, lettuce, Ooh. tomato. An onion in a wrap. To
1: you're gonna have to pause this so I can go to the bathroom right now just listening to it. <laughs>
0: no. Oh
1: uh, well when they caught. they brought the dog in here. Here flapping her ears. She's in here wanting <laughs> she, she she could she could she smell was, it through she, the mic. She, she,
0: she was
1: no
0: <laughs> <laughs> <You could laughs> smell in the mic, couldn't you? could smell it the mic, couldn't you? Oh, she wants a nosark cowler sandwich. Yeah, boy. Oh, that gouda that gouda mac and cheese sounds pretty good to me I don't know that's kind of Let's say it. it's kind of fufu. I mean you're a world you're a world traveler yeah, I, I know mean,
1: you know what I mean and there's like a million kinds of cheese and and not all of them are good you know I think they called it gouda so people foreigners that got over there said oh that, that's Italian or that's french for good uh-huh <laughs> Just them to say it. you know what I mean that's
0: well then what then what's the uh what's the uh, origin story of Limburger? That kinda sounds as bad as it probably tastes. I'm guessing.
1: I don't, you know, maybe that's the cheese that's supposed to fly over the ocean and never come back. No, that would that would be uh what was her name? <laughs> Earhart cheese. But um <laughs> the point. I don't know. I, I, you know what?
0: Lin- I, <laughs> Okay. How many people got that? The Lindbergh. Don't tell me Lindberg- you
1: didn't get it. Yes. Uh, uh, now <laughs>
0: I. Uh, I like. I like what you did there.
1: Uh, they just. I tell you, it's your nose is supposed to be. You know, I. I, I really got into this. Uh, you know, I made a few hams, and I really was going to try to make some sausage. Anyway, as I read some of these things, they always revert back to the, the professionals, always revert back to your nose knows the difference so naturally it is supposed to when it is turned off by something you're not supposed to fight through it you're supposed to get
0: away from it really Mm -hmm. okay all right so my my grandpa was you know the old german farmer old grandpa hensburger man he Mm -hmm. loved limburger cheese loved it but
1: see now hold on a second there's a difference between somebody if you were born before 1920? No, let's just say 55. I'll give it, you don't because depending on where you're at, you know, uh, you probably, yeah, the, the, the 1920 people, you, your taste buds were coated with nicotine, so how could you really, how could, I mean, if you could do that Lucky Strike with no filter or that camel, my grandma smoked camels with no filter. Uh, she told me from the time she was like 14, she was born in 1919, so what would that have been, about 33? 35 let's just say since from 1935 to 2005 she smoked camels with no filter and you tell me a little piece of cheese gonna turn her off didn't matter
0: <laughs> well my grandpa I, my grandpa was like me i don't think he ever smoked a day in his life and i don't think he ever had a drink of alcohol either my grandpa's burger mm-hmm. i don't i don't believe he ever did but man he loved cheese. and i i think i've told it told this on here before he used to get up every morning and he swore by this and he would gargle salt water. And I don't mean like he I don't mean like he filled up a water and put some salt in it. He would have my aunt and uncles would go to on vacation and they'd fill up gallon jugs from the ocean. I kid you not. And he'd have gallon jugs of water from the ocean. And every morning he would take a little swig and gargle with salt water straight out of the ocean. And how, how, how
1: long did he keep this water at his house then?
0: He had, as long as it stayed in jugs. I mean, he did I mean, it when wouldn't I was it turn
1: bad? Wouldn't it get moldy over time or
0: something? I, I don't know. Ocean would ocean water turn moldy? I, I don't like know it. nothing about
1: it. I mean, I don't I've know. Seen ocean water in the ocean it looked pretty skanky. I can't imagine <laughs> being hauled back to Ohio in a, in a milk jug or something. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he used to. He used to do. I have to ask my one uncle that's still alive But
1: where did he drive? Know. Where did he get? What what portion of the ocean did he get out of?
0: I, it had to be either the Atlantic or the Gulf of Mexico.
1: Yeah, what I'm saying is he did drive out the You get. Oh, water, my grandpa never, never went. His Jersey was different than the water in. in.
0: Yeah, it probably it's probably from around. Yeah, I would drink it's, water in New Jersey. Especially in
1: in the 50s or uh, whatever he
0: was there, you know. I mean, I, my experience with it was the 70s. So, the 70s, I mean, God, you couldn't even have got water out of the river in Cleveland and Cuyahoga. It was on fire back then. So, Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple stories about that. Now, it's not as bad as they made it out. I mean, well, it was pretty bad. It's pretty polluted. I think just recently within. Maybe the last five years, they may they have de- decreed it's okay to actually eat the fish out of the Cuyahoga up there that you catch. Like it took a long time, but the factories up there just dumped it, right? Well, hey, look, I heard a story on um, on one of uh, one of my favorite podcasts, Ohio Mysteries, and uh, they were talking about the uh, this African the Af- this African American inventor. Who uh, had come up with a gas mask, one of the first gas masks? Uh, you know, it was before then people were rushing into, you know, they wouldn't even go in and try to save somebody in a fire because they were going to die. Right. Um, and this guy had been a janitor at a big factory up in Cleveland, at a sewing machine factory. And I um, and, got this must have been the 20s. And he developed this like mask that had these hoses that hung down because he figured out that the good air stayed at the ground. Okay. So he developed these masks, and then to sell them, he had to hire a white guy to act as if it was he was the guy who invented it. And then he acted as the hand as the assistant when they went and demonstrated them. Okay. Is that true? How, yes, it is absolutely true. And so one um so they said up there in cleveland they were now get this the so this is the 20s the factories had polluted the water so bad in lake erie um that they were digging a tunnel five miles out under lake erie so they could get run a pipe from that far out that's how far before they felt that the drinking water was safe and as they did it the guy the miners hit hit a a pocket of natural gas and it was an explosion so of course nobody would go in. go you know into well they sent some rescuers in and they all like they didn't come back so they figured they must have succumbed to whatever you know fumes or something so they went and got this guy and his brother, and they gathered up all the gas masks they had, but n- but none of the firemen or anybody would go. So these two guys went in and found some people that were still alive, drug them out, and only then, when they risked their own lives with these gas masks, did some of the other rescuers decide they went in. So they went in, and they actually pulled out eight or nine people that were still alive. And I think only two or three of them actually survived then. But uh, the kicker was, is that um, the mayor then, because the mayor kind of said, uh, you know, you know, good luck with that gas mask, you know, poo-pooing that it would work. Well, the mayor then, and these other guys that went in after these two uh, brothers, no pun intended, after these two brothers went in <laughs> and, and pulled people up. He and these other rescuers got all the credit in the in the newspaper for rescuing everybody. Okay, they did would not give these African-American guys any credit for rescuing anybody. But they did run a story that he like the New York Times or somebody did run a story about how he actually invented that gas mask. And so all the fire stations in uh, emergency places down south that had bought gas masks off of him because they thought the white guy was the guy who invented it, canceled their orders. And they had had 40-some thousand orders for these gas masks. And all the ones down south canceled their orders because they figured out that he that, that he had, you know, quote-unquote pulled a fast one on them by not admitting he was the one. And they couldn't. There was no way they were going to buy a gas mask off an African-American guy. Because Jim Crow type stuff, yeah. And then he's also, know, the, he's also the guy that came up with the yellow light that everybody used that the in the traffic light. Because he he was so wealthy back then because he got fired from the uh, sewing machine place because he married a Romanian woman and that was you know just crazy. So they fired both of them. They started their own sewing machine repaired. crazy factory. because she was white or because
1: she was romanian
0: well guess, we had a lot of immigrants
1: at the time right surely he wasn't she was not well, the only romanian walking down the street right
0: well i get. i i they they didn't say that she was white they considered her white because she was romanian i don't know i mean you know what i'm saying just,
1: is is that where the romans are from the gypsies
0: uh sounds about right yeah so so anyway, he so they were so well they were wealthy. They ended up starting their own place because they got fired and they at one point employed like 30, 40 people. And he was one of the few people in Cleveland at that time who had a car. And he witnessed a car hit a girl on a wagon and almost kill her. So he came up with the idea of, you know, the lights just changed red to green and everybody took so he came up with the yellow light and ended up patenting that idea and sold it to GE back back then. So it was kind of crazy. It was, great, it was pretty. It was great. Uh, it was a great story about American ingenuity. How about that?
1: Well, I'm telling uh, you, I'm, I'm.
0: But then, yeah. but that's back to the water being bad. Can you imagine going five miles out into Lake Erie to get water that was good? To drink, I mean, and there was a time in the 70s, no water in Lake Erie was good to look good to drink.
1: Well, I know it was bad enough. They had to get an Italian guy to play an Indian to get people to quit, (laughs) to quit
0: (laughs) looting, right? Oh, that's right. Um, the uh, the uh, Indian guy that was standing there with the and they'd throw trash at him with a tear,
1: yeah, with a tear tear in his
0: eye, yeah, because he was uh. Well who is he? What was he? Yeah, oh, I forget what the but it was about it was about pollution. But well, why would you get an Italian guy to play a Native American?
1: Uh, There's plenty of Native
0: I, American actors that would've could have played. Well
1: yeah, movie. you're thinking about nowadays there are Iron Eyes
0: Cody. Iron Eyes Cody. No, um back then Esper Oscar De Corte. You, you could have got the big big chief from one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I don't think Maybe. he was Indian. either. You don't think he was Indian? Native think. American? Come on, really? No, no, no we're gonna have to look at that. So, so how? So how was, I don't huh? even know.
1: You've got me so so <laughs> discombobulated between the Jim Crow ear not buying gas class from the from the. Well, I'm not even gonna go where I'm gonna go. Go ahead and ask me where.
0: Well, so, so what? Uh, Will Sampson was uh, was was chief. Um, The deaf chief brought Bromden. And one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Um,
1: well, he's been in a lot of stuff. Sure, he's a real Indian.
0: I would think so. He was well, all Josie yeah. Wales and yeah. He was from the Mus- Muskegee Creek Nation. Uh huh. So how so? How was Christmas? Any, did you get any good presents? Did you give any good presents? I don't remember um
1: it's been so long ago it's like three days <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what so, happens when you get over 50 it just <laughs> it just flies it
0: just, so uh so i don't did I t- how much did i tell you about uh about christy about the night i went and picked up christy's christmas present
1: well you told me there was uh you know between the ring camera and something else y'all were you were, <laughs> you, were, you, were you set the burglar alarm off and the cops came
0: So, swimsuit check, sunscreen check, phone charger check. Don't forget to pack the 5 Hour Energy, it fits great in a pocket or carry on, and the alert feeling
1: will help you arrive ready for anything. Now, get 20% off when you use code 5HE Travel at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th, one-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save
0: 20%. So, okay, so uh, I'll back it up a little bit. So, I had, so last year I had her college basketball jersey framed for. She didn't know where it was, I found it. And I had a frame for it because I think some of that stuff, you know, that's kind of an impressive deal. That you know, if you play college sports or whatever, I mean, that is that's kind of a that's kind of a cool deal. And what's a good does it do in a tote? OK, so um, believe it or not, I get on the treadmill about three, four times a week. Um, and in our basement, I looked over and I see this tote and it's got all of her batons from her track days in high school. And, you know, she's in the, along with some of her teammates in the, in the, the County Hall of Fame here for their, they were three time, three time state champions as a team and track. And she, I think won five state championships and was placed second, third and fourth and like three other events. So she, so she had a pretty good high school track career. And was pretty fast. So, anyways, these batons, they, they gave them, you know, from the races because, you know, they were state champions and stuff. And they've kept them, you know. And they're written on, like, when, you know, when they were. And I, it's a shame they're in this box. So, anyway, the same guy that did the jersey, I had him come up with a shadow box to display these batons. So, she could put them up in her office and people could see them, you know. And it will be something 30, 40 years from now when we kick the can that somebody will have to decide Izzy will have to decide what she's gonna right. do. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so so we have this ring cam, we have a ring camera on our front porch. Right. Okay, so so you can't really like if you leave or do or something you know, you know, you know it. It alerts you on your phone. So this this thing was done in the in the next you know 10 minutes away, next town over. And Christie and Izzy go, or, you know, at the horse, you know, doing something with the horse, but I can't, I can't leave. I, I didn't tell her I was leaving to go anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I couldn't do, I just couldn't leave. And I wasn't going to lie to her about where I was going or anything. So the next day I had her mom go pick this thing up because it's, it's pretty good size or whatever. And I, I needed to get it and and keep it hidden. Really, I need to get in and get it wrapped. Is what I need to do. So the so the next day, it was last Thursday, they just all, Christy and her mom and them, they had a meeting at 4 o'clock in town. So, so her mom had, had went and picked it up, had it at her house, called me and said, Hey, now you got to remember, we live on the same piece of property, but you got to drive around the halfway around the block. That's because, go. yes, because yeah.
1: some of your listeners don't realize what, what true land barons look yeah. like i mean your place is probably bigger than prince harry and megan's but i don't <laughs> want to say that right
0: no. ohio royalty no that that would be my parents that's not her parents her that's parents okay, but they are they have a nice piece of people. we, we know how many hey, we know how amish people all live together go ahead okay thanks so anyway so her mom goes hey i'll i'll leave it in the kitchen I go okay, it will be perfect. I'll get off work about the time you guys are coming into town. I'll About to pick it up, get it home, wrapped. Okay, I go. But Lee, turn your turn your burglar alarm off. She's like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll turn it off. So I, you know, everything's working out fine. I drive, and they live back a long lane. I drive back there. I go in the house, and all of a sudden I hear this, eh, you know, this this eh, like this buzzer going off, and I'm like. Wow is this is the burglar alarm on? And I don't have the code for it. But I'm thinking something like our burglar alarm, if you walk back in, you have like a little bit of time to get back out. and it won't, you know what I'm saying? It won't mm-hmm. completely go up. <clears throat> so I grab this this big case, get, and pulled the door shut and go out, and I, I put it in in the car. So now, you gotta remember, when I pull back into our driveway, She's in this meeting. I'm hoping she's not looking at her phone because the ring's going to go off. But I got to back up to the house so I can get this thing out of my car. So you got to unload her, it, yep. With that, without her seeing it, okay. And so I, so I back up. I get, I get it out. I, I get it in our house. Set it on the kitchen. And as I go back out to move my car, Christy starts calling me. And I'm like, what? The-? She's in, supposed to be in this meeting, and so then I don't answer. Which I'm, okay, but, go ahead. Okay, don't answer. She's texting me. She goes, "You got to answer." So I, so I, so I call, answer. Then when she calls back and she goes, "Hey," she goes, "The burglar alarm went off at mom. <laughs> Dad, can you go over? The sheriff's on their way out." Did you say yeah? I'm almost there now. And I'm well, no. How would I have known? So. I wouldn't have known. That means it's just
1: I was in the neighborhood. You just—that's <laughs> kind of yeah. I can be
0: there well, she, well, she knows I'm home though, because she knows the ring went off and she sees me get out. But she didn't see. But she was preoccupied because the sheriff was—you know—the—they the, the, got the alert from the burglar alarm, so she didn't see me carry the thing in. But now I gotta carry. I gotta put this thing somewhere in the house where, if I don't, if I don't get back home and get it wrapped, she doesn't come home in the meantime. And see it. So I take it downstairs. I put it in our back room, kind of, and I drive over to the to the farm and I'm like, oh my God, this is I don't have time for this. So I call my buddy who's the major, the sheriff's department. And I, I said, dude, are you working? He's like, no. He goes, I'm off. He goes, what's going on? So I tell him and he just he's laughing his butt off. He's like, oh man. He goes, well, they'll be out there soon, I'm sure. But I don't really have time to wait. I gotta get back home and wrap this thing up. So, I called the dispatcher, and I explained to her what's going on, and she starts laughing. She's laughing. You mean because you like,
1: didn't want to be right there wrapping it up when the cops rolled in there?
0: Well, no. I, I had already taken it back over to our house.
1: Yeah, well, so? Just drive off. Let the alarm go. The cops go rattle the door. Say, no, he's here. And leave.
0: But they had already told them I would meet them there. Because oh, that's, okay. that's that's, that's <laughs> They had already told them I would meet them over there. So... So, I'm like, she goes, well, I'll let the deputy know. He's on his way. So, I, I get in. I'm, I'm pulling out their long driveway, and here comes the deputy. So, the deputy co- is pulled in the driveway. And, you know, and of course, I'm in my male uniform, so, they, they, it kind of makes them think that I'm not going to, you know, be robbing Shit. a house. or whatever. And it's this young kid, and he just dies laughing. He goes, dude, you better get home and get that wrapped. well, I get back in my car and Christy's calling me. They're done with the meeting. So now I'm not going to, I'm not going to be able to get it wrapped, but I'm thinking well, she's got some stuff to do in town, but I call her back and she goes, well, I got to come home. Izzy took my bank card out of my purse. I got to come home and get my bank card. Now I'm like, "You got to be kidding me. How, how am I going to hide, keep this hidden from her? So then her mom calls and, uh, she goes, she goes, Shane, i I forgot something. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I guess you did. You forgot something. So their mom, of course, left and on the burglar alarm and forgot. So anyway, I rush back home. I make sure the things covered up. I keep Christy from going to, <laughs> down to the basement. And she gets the bank card, leaves to go get gas or whatever she was doing. I got it wrapped. And she had no idea what it was. Sounds kind of like
1: to me, it. you should have just done it two or three weeks <laughs> sooner, and you wouldn't be crunched
0: sneaking around uh, so much. I think I, I think I told you I felt like um, I felt like that Brady Bunch episode with Peter when he had two dates on Halloween. Did you? Did you? Did, did you, I tell well, you, you
1: told me that, but I don't. You know, I'm 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 not a big. Bra- I, you, we went through that whole thing. I'm not a big Brady Buncher because we had chores to do. We couldn't watch TV.
0: You didn't come home and.
1: I, we couldn't. We had chores over. to do. Oh gosh! Right.
0: There's always rocks
1: to pick up or something, wood to cut, <laughs> horses to break. Mm-hmm.
0: So you didn't have. So you didn't have any. Uh, any. Uh, cri- any Christmas. Uh,
1: no, my mom to would. She'd, hey, she'd get home. She'd feel the back of the TV. If it was warm, we'd get a whipping.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so no Brady Bunch in uh, Gilligan's Mm-mm. Island. Nope. For you. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. That's,
1: that's just. I've heard of people that had had TV during childhood. I just don't know them. Don't, on the weekends, we got to watch uh, uh,
0: Hee Haw and Lawrence Welk,
1: and uh, Dukes of Hazzard, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> That's right, Lawrence Welk. I love Lawrence Welk and uh, Wild Kingdom.
0: Thursday night was Wild Kingdom. Friday night <laughs> was Dukes of Hazard.
1: Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. I used to go
0: from I used to go from uh, Wild Kingdom to uh, Magna PI on Thursday. night.
1: Yes. Yes, and then Simon and Simon after that is what it was. <laughs> right? I tried, yes. you know, I've been watching a little Magnum on Pluto, and it's okay. It's not near as good. Uh, there's some of that stuff I just watch. Well, Miami Vice. I tried to watch Miami Vice the other day, and I was like, dude, can you believe? Of course, I guess I was only about 13, right? 14 watching
0: Pluto. Oh, yeah.
1: I watch it now, and it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs>
0: yeah. mm-hmm. and, and, have you, and Glenn Fry. He was in there for a little Yeah. Bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, so nothing exciting happened uh, around your household then for Christmas, huh? You still there? Yeah, I'm still yeah. here. Dead yeah. air. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I said, I said nothing happened exciting for, during, for Christmas there.
1: You know, I saw a Violent Night at the movie theater.
0: Ooh, with is that the one with the harbor guy from Stranger Things?
1: Yes, only because I didn't know who he was, so I looked him up. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You don't watch Stranger Things, huh? No, I don't watch it. Huh? I figured that would be something that your wife would be into. My daughter watches it. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Uh, after I the whole uh, Yellowstone, huh. after the whole Yellowstone debacle that we had,
1: uh, you know. Uh, I uh, I watched about three minutes of Yellowstone last night. Season four when Rip throws the rattlesnake on the guy. That's been my favorite, has been my favorite thing so far in the first three and a half seasons or whatever.
0: <laughs> what I'm what talking about when he what walks out
1: there, he's got the rattlesnake in the cooler, throws on the guy.
0: Oh god. Yep. Oh god, that's fantastic. Would you yep. now would you um, would that be your move?
1: Throwing a rattlesnake on the guy. No, no, I don't even know. I don't even think like that. I don't even think like that. No. You don't even think
0: you know, like I thought, that? What are you talking huh? about?
1: What? I don't what think do you like that. You know, I, when I saw him in the river like that, you, know, you think you pick up, a, you know, throw, knock him in the head with a rock and let him drown, and they'll think he just slipped and hit his head on a rock or I just don't think like that anymore. I've tried to change that. You know what I mean? I have, I have.
0: Uh, You're trying to love um, animals.
1: Yes. I've just, I just tried it. I've moved out in here to woods to live by myself because I've, I've, I escaped that life with, with all my fingers and toes and I just soon not
0: go back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it does. I mean, I, I remember as a kid, the first time I shot anything with a BB gun, it was a bird. And Mm -hmm. and I was was just like, I was like, man, I don't really care for this. I mean, what's the point of killing a bird? Bird didn't do anything.
1: I'm not talking about killing birds. I'm talking about killing people. I tried to shoot a half dozen crows the other day (laughs) in my backyard. That's my favorite pastime: is shooting crows. And and,
0: uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I was trying to, you know, I was trying to get all, you know, emotional about a traumatic childhood experience. No, I'm I'm talking talking about
1: killing people, dude. No, I try not to think like that anymore
0: <laughs> and, uh, You know yeah, uh,
1: They kill all kinds of people on that show, don't
0: they? You know what the theory You know what the theory coming up is? Is that Rip's going to end up killing Jamie Why not? I It seems like it's heading down that road, don't it? Well, I don't, you know yeah, I don't know I don't know. Speak. Um, speaking of uh going on disability, I you know, we were supposed to record last night
1: and yep.
0: so we got home so Christy and I had some run around to do and it's one of those nights where she's like, Ah, I'm not I'm not cooking. And right. and so we stopped at the local at the local grocery store because she had to get coffee or whatever. And she got some she goes, how about I get some? They got some really good fried chicken. I'm like, All right. So, so she gets this fried chicken. And they put it in this bag. You know, it's a heater bag or whatever. Okay. And she put it in the microwave. And and we had stuff to do. And I went down there because I was going to get on with you. And so I take the bag out of the microwave. And I forget what I did, but I went to I picked it. I went to pick it up, and the bottom fell out. Okay. So the bottom of the bag, because of the grease of the chicken, <laughs> softened up or whatever. Softened up. So, so a couple pieces of chicken fell on the floor with a bunch of the, the skin, you know. Mm-hmm. So I pack up the chicken, you know, three second rule, and I'm cleaning up the skin, and I'm I'm down there and I'm, I'm and I go to take a step, and my foot slips in that chicken grease and i caught the corner of my ankle on the dishwasher and it almost put me down and i'm like
1: oh my god down. how crazy was this chicken if you slipped on it <laughs> you got to get some oil dryer cat litter to put on there to soften it up or <laughs> something up,
0: or whatever what the heck oh, i oh so mad i was like you got i'm not going out with a broken ankle on the corner of a dishwasher from from a from some chicken grease <laughs> Well, I mean,
1: that sounds like. I mean, I told you I had a buddy of mine accidentally shoot himself over some hamburger grease.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you don't know what, right? I mean, they call them accidents, not on purposes. So, you, stuff
0: happens, you know, you know maybe you, maybe in the spirit of the, of going into the new year and people be cooking. For, for New Year's Eve. Maybe should maybe should share the the uh, shooting himself with the hamburger. I had this
1: buddy of mine he was he had a Ruger revolver and I can't say his name on a pot. Some of my now that I know some of my people actually listen. Like my dad knows exact my dad's known this guy since he was a little kid. You know what I mean? So because he's he hung around with us kids, you know, he was in my big brother's class. So you know how you just know people. So you know how parents know kids that their kid goes to school with. Right. So anyhow, I'd love to say his name because if I tell the story around here in my hometown, I use, you know, I tell everybody, you know, I tell the story because it, it adds, you know, it's like when you talk about a movie versus talking about Bronson movie, right? The oh, yeah. term Bronson brings it. So, so, so when I talk about Bruce and then I say his last name, it carries weight in my town. Right. So anyway, he was, uh, he was watching TV and I forgot what he was watching. He had a Ruger GP 100 little three inch, 357 blued revolver. And he uh he would take he'd unload it and dry fire to screen and then load it back up. And that's when usually accidents like it's happened. People they load and unload it, they load unload it to play with it and practice dry firing you, know, which is pulling the trigger with nothing in And then they load it back up because the booger man might come and get them so and then they lose track of what normally what happens they lose track of whether it's loaded or unloaded to shoot the tv right because they usually point <laughs> at some dude on tv so he at the same time he was decided he's going to start cooking some hamburgers and he made some hamburger patties put the burgers down i don't know if he started cooking but he made hamburger patties and went and sat back down and and started playing with gun he realized that he he did not wash his hands between making the burger patties and sitting back down. He realized that his he didn't un, he didn't unload the gun, so he was riding the hammer back with his thumb because that hamburger grease his thumb was. That's his words, not mine. Okay. <laughs> his thumb slipped off that hammer
0: and
1: <laughs> went off. And he said he didn't even feel it. It was a 158 grain jacketed soft point American Eagle federal if you're a gun person he said he actually looked on the side of the lazy boy to see if the bullet came out and that's when he'd seen all the blood and realized that he had shot himself right through his femur oh <laughs> Yo, yeah you didn't know that oh, so, <laughs> <Ow>. so <laughs> <laughs> right through his femur. yeah because he was down he was sitting in the lazy boy with his pistol in his lap huh? and the only reason why he's here to talk about it today is another dude William who was a, who was a Navy corpsman no kidding, Navy corpsman who was home they were in the same class who was home on leave and over at his house messing around was able to stop the bleeding and of course called 911 back in them old days you just dial one from a home phone and that you know what I mean and it, it worked yeah. a lot easier than cell phones or whatever so and and they had to put a plate on because it blew his femur completely apart that'd take about four and a half inches and try to graft it out of there Put plates oh. on both sides and rods. And, oh. you
0: know,
1: I don't you, you mentioned the term disability. But I don't think he ever worked a day since. Oh. He was oh. in his early twenties. I don't think he ever worked a day after that.
0: Well, that makes me glad I'm not a gun person, because slipping in that chicken grease. I could. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That just mm-hmm. hurts thinking about that. He rides
1: Harley Davidson and 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 yeah and and uh he just he just hangs out and he'll tell you that story and it's all about you know
0: well grease is a grease is something you don't mess around with i guess yeah i mean
1: well i was thinking uh whether it's a cleanliness is next to godliness i guess because if you're dirty you're one step one slip away from death
0: heaven or hell (laughs) 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 oh man Well, on that note, we we better we better sign off to 2022. Yeah. And uh, you, what's
1: wash your hands? Hey, hygiene. Wash your hands, kids. Make sure those pistols are unloaded when you're playing when you're shooting TV. (laughs) Make sure, make sure. Public service announcement from the howler in 2022. Wash your hands and uh, situational awareness on the weapons.
0: Stay out of the grease. Stay out of the grease. Mm hmm.
1: Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out.
0: <laughs> God only knows what's hiding.